0: Welcome to Compass with Heladi E. Mishalia, finding direction for your life. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I am Hela e. Michelia. We want to thank God for once again the opportunity to bring His Word. Scripture says to us that the entrance of His Word gives light. In other words, the Word of God is a person. It can come into a place. In fact, the Bible tells us every man that God ever used, the Bible will say the word of God came to him. The Bible says the word of the Lord came to Samuel. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to Isaiah. The, every time God wants to do something in your life, he will send his word. He says, "I sent forth my word and it heals them and it delivers them from all of their destruction. So that is the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord coming. It's very, very important. It's very, very Critical that we understand this. Today is day 17. I mean, we're looking at lesson 17 in our study of 40 days of impact. We are looking at lesson 17. And I want to, the title I want to share with you is you belong somewhere. There's a place where you belong. Uh, it's important for you to know if you belong to something. I, I am trained as a lawyer. And because of my, I'm a professionally trained lawyer. I belong to the body of lawyers, and though I am not practicing law, I try to stay within the ethics of that profession. And um, sometimes I meet my classmates who are judges. And recently, I had the opportunity to be in a place where a Supreme Court judge was present. And I had to quickly start remembering how i'm supposed to address them because there's, because i 'm a lawyer, any other person can come to that place and say good morning sir and say a and say every every other thing but because i'm a lawyer, that will not be acceptable because i there's a way to address somebody if he's a judge whether it's a magistrate a high court a supreme court judge there's a way to address them so I quickly have to start trying to remember how is the proper way to address these people. So when you belong into a a place, gives you certain privileges. It also gives you certain, puts on you certain obligations. And I want you to know that if you're going to live a life that will make impact, you must realize that you belong. You belong to something. You belong to somewhere. There's an expectation on your life. And there are also privileges that are going to come into your life because you belong to these places. I want you to know that you are called to belong. You are not only called to believe. To become a part of God's family, you believe first. But when you believe, you now belong. Even in the perfect sinless environment of Eden, God said it is not good for a man to be alone. He needed to belong to a group, to belong to something. We are created for community, fashioned for fellowship, and formed for a family. And none of us can fulfill God's purpose by ourselves. The Bible knows nothing of solitary saints or spiritual hermits, isolated from other believers and deprived of fellowship. You know, there are some believers that don't belong to a church. Amazing. You know how do you become? How are you a believer? And you don't belong to a church. I, when I was in school, there were this group of people that came and said, "Church is not important. Uh, the, the 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 title of pastor is not is not is not more useful. People should just stay in their houses and just worship God." That was that is An a a, a, a ironic a heretic doctrine. And by by before we finish school it, Look at people who teach those things A lot of things enter And before we finish school We, we try to trace this brethren They had vanished into thin, into, into thin air God gave you a family for a purpose You see, if you see nature You will learn a lot of things You know, no man is just born like that Nobody falls from heaven like that He's always born through and into a family You know so, you are, you, you are, you are meant to belong to a community. You are meant to belong to a community. The Bible says we are put together, joined together, built together, members together, heirs together, fitted together, and held together, and will be caught up together. Even at rapture, it's not, God is not rapturing one person. We are going to be caught up together. You are not on your own anymore. While your relation, relationship to God, to Christ, is personal, God never intends it to be private. In God's family, you are connected to every other believer and we will belong to each other for eternity. The Bible says, in Christ, we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. Following Christ includes belonging, not just believing. We are members of his body. To Paul, being a member of the church meant being a vital organ of a living body, an indispensable, interconnected part of the body of Christ. We need to recover and practice the biblical meaning of membership. The church is a body, not a building, an an organism, not just an organization. For the organs of your body to fulfill their purpose, they must be connected to your body. The same is true for you as a part of Christ's body. You were created for a specific role. But you will miss this second purpose of your life if you are not attached to a living local church. You discover your role in life through your relationship with others. So you have to belong to a local assembly. We know that there is that, you know, body of Christ, that large body from every nation, from every continent, from every tribe, But it is critical that you also belong to that specific local assembly, wherever it is. If an organ is somehow severed from its body, it will shrivel and die. (laughs) It cannot exist on its own, and neither can you. Disconnected and cut off from the lifeblood of a local body, your spiritual life will wither and eventually cease to exist. This is why the first symptom of spiritual decline is usually inconsistent attendance at worship services and other gatherings. The first sign that something is wrong with a Christian, with a believer, is that that person becomes inconsistent or completely cuts off from fellowship. Once a person begins to become inconsistent in church, something is wrong with his life. You know, either he is hiding something or something is hiding him. It's either of the two. When somebody becomes inconsistent in church, when somebody does not continue in fellowship, is either he's hiding something or something is hiding him. This is important, uh, important and should be understood uh, and should be understood. Whenever we become careless about fellowship, everything else begins to slide too. And let me also even say this that no matter how bad Things are going in your life If you are able to remain in fellowship You will discover that you are able To deal with many things in your life Membership in the family of God Is neither inconsequential Nor something to be Casually ignored The church is God's agenda for the world Jesus said I will build my church And all the powers of hell will not conquer it The church is indestructible And will exist for eternity it will outlive this universe, and so will your role in it. The person who says, I don't need the church, is either ignorant or arrogant. The church is so significant that Jesus died on the cross for it. The Bible calls the church the bride of Christ and the body of Christ. I I It's somehow to say to Christ that you love him but you don't love his body. You know, it doesn't make sense. But we do this. Whenever we dismiss or demean or complain about the church, instead, God commands us to love the church as much as Jesus does. The Bible says you should love your spiritual family. Sadly, many Christians use the church, but don't love it. As a pastor, I can tell you that. Many people use the church, but they don't love it. So this is very important. Except for a few instances in Scripture, all believers throughout history, almost every time the word church is used, is used in reference to a local visible congregation. When you hear the word church, except in very few times, is referring to a particular assembly where people meet, visible one. The only Christians, not members of a local fellowship, are those under church discipline. Who had been removed from the fellowship because of gross public sin. So the only believers, the only time that a believer is not part of a local assembly is those ones that have been removed due to a gross public sin. And if you ever experience where you have been removed from church because of the sin, do everything to get back into fellowship. Do everything to get back into fellowship. You know, because there is no, no believer will survive properly outside of fellowship. No believer. The Bible says a Christian without a church home is like an organ without a body, a sheep without a flock, or a child without a family. It is an unnatural state. You know, it's very unnatural. Today's culture of independent individualism has created many spiritual offers. Who hop around from one church to another without an identity, accountability, or commitment. Many believe one can be a good Christian without joining or even attending a local church. But God will strongly disagree. The Bible offers many compelling reasons for being committed and active in a local assembly. Especially in our day-to-day of, uh, uh, you know, uh, online services and online many things. I had the story of a lady who came to a city and because her church does not have a branch in that city she decided not to go to any service. For more than 1 year she was working in that city and would not go to any church because she just needs to she would do online. Now I want to say this. Belonging to a physical church no matter how low you feel that church is, no matter how unspiritual that church is, is far better than staying and doing church online. Because fellowship, you do not fellowship with gadgets. You fellowship with people. And fellowship is a very integral part. That is how you display and implement, so to speak, your Christianity. Why do you need a church family? A church family identifies you as a genuine believer. If you're a genuine believer, you will want to belong to, to others. When we come together in love as a church family from different backgrounds, race and social status, is a powerful witness to the world is a powerful witness to the world. A church family moves you out of self-centered isolation. A local church is a classroom for learning how to get along in God's family. It is a lab for practicing unselfish, sympathetic love. I remember when, when you know, the world went on lockdown because of COVID. That was when I knew how important people, it is for people to gather together. I remember when we were on lockdown for many weeks and we we didn't have any service. The moment they gave us opportunity to have services, 50 people in a hall, I remember that we organized and had like Two halls holding 50-50 people. It was, you would see how people, and we we're having only one hour services. The whole service was one hour. You see how people were rushing to come to church because people missed each other. People wanted to see each other again. I mean, people rushed to be in church. We were, we were, we, we, we were doing, when we have normal service and we video stream the service to other our other halls. <laughs> People don't want to attend the hall that you are doing video streaming. But when they opened COVID, and people say, "I say you can come to church," and we're only coming to church on Sundays, once in a week. See how people were entering the hall that was that was that was, that was only doing video streaming. Then you know that there is something about the human being that loves to have fellowship. No matter how big, how how much you love being yourself, if you spend from morning till night, somewhere along the line, you want to walk out and go and see people that are around. A church family helps you to develop spiritual muscles. When you deal with them, when you deal with all the imperfect, all the challenging people, and you stick to it, you discover you develop spiritual muscle. The body of Christ needs you. There is a part you are called to play in the church. There is a portion. There's a there's, there's, there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a part which you you need to supply for every place to work as it's supposed to work. God has also called you to share in Christ's mission on the earth. There's a mission of God on the earth and the local church is the organizing area to, to evangelize, to, to fulfill the will of God on the earth. A church family will help to keep you from backsliding. When you see people who have backslidden, it's because they've withdrawn from their church family. When you are in the church family, no matter how bad things are going with you, very soon somebody will discover Very soon people will begin to work with you, to begin to encourage you, to begin to help you to get back on your feet. Being in the church, being in church is a strong basis or a strong support, spiritual support, moral support, social support, and helps you from backsliding back into things that you know you are struggling with. Oh, it's been a wonderful time sharing this uh, concept with us today. Please call our number at the end of this broadcast. We will send you a free copy of the Purpose Driven Church. Our team are ready. We are good to go. We want to send a copy to you. We want you to be blessed by what God is doing through this broadcast. I am sure you have been blessed by today's episode of Compass. Let's continue the interaction on our social media platforms at Hella E. Michelia on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, keep moving in the direction of your destiny.